Warning, this podcast contains hot takes, cliched opinions and strong language. Hey, 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 hey! Uh, Radnor View, we're walking on today, lovely, well, supposed to be spring, it's bloody freezing, but on we go, taking the dog out, he's enjoying himself, so yeah, we recorded the pod a couple of days ago, just to do a bit of a, bit of an intro for you, we talked a lot about festivals, and a lot of that came from, uh, I've been listening to Wolf Alice, and I think that they are they're a really, really cool band. I don't know much about them. I'd probably like to listen to more. But I'm saying that I think they're a great end-of-the-day kind of band. It's not They're not the headline act. I'm not saying I want to see a Wolf Alice headline the festival. But what I would like to see is them play, like, the slot before. You know, where you've been out all day. You're not drunk, but you're not sober. You're just that nice, saturated level of pissed, I suppose. And... You're just in the mood just to sit back and get a bit of a bit of a chill before the headliner. And I think they'd be great, you know, sunset's coming down, still warm, you're not ready for the headline act, you want someone else just to just to get you there. And I think they're a great bad wolf Alice, I must say. Uh, don't delete the kisses is probably you know, it's it's the that's the big, the big single, I suppose, of theirs. I like the new tune they've had on Radio 1 as well. Uh, I forget what it's called. Um, oh, Last 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 Man on Earth, I think it is. Really good song. They're, they're got a cool cool sound about them. I'm trying to avoid the word vibe, but uh, I guess they have got that. So, yeah, me and Rob sit down, talk about our festival experiences. And now... It's quite interesting because we kind of go full circle a little. I remember I went to my first festival, 16 or so, yeah, 16, just finished school. Me and the lads, minibus down to Reading. And then kind of gone full circle now where, well, where I, where I don't go. But um, there was a period where me and my, my friend Jake, Jake moved to the Isle of Wight. And for the first couple of years, we... Uh, we used to go down together, I'd get the train down and we'd go to the festival. And it was really nice because we sort of went from going to Redden and Leeds together, which was just sort of, you know, young, able to sort of drink for four days straight, sleep rough for four nights, and just kind of crack on. But then when it comes to the Isle of Wight Festival, it was really nice, a much sort of laid back sort of feel to it where... You know, and we camped with uh, with his dad and his stepmom, which was which was brilliant because they they were super prepared, and like they are like two of the nicest people you could ever ever wish to meet. And but it was quite nice because we could me and Jake kind of go off, get a little drunk, have some fun, climb around a bit. But we could just go back, and we knew that like Stu would have a bottle of water for for. Uh, well, for everyone, really. And, like, you know, yeah, good camping setup. Not that he'd ever let me share his tent, even when it was pouring down with rain. And uh, my tent, Old Blue, was leaking water like a sieve. Cheers for that, Stu. But, yeah, so a lot of really cool sort of ranging festival experiences that we've, we've had. I suppose 
most of my festivals have been with Jay, I must say, um, who probably gonna get quite a bit of air through through these podcasts. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna chat about festivals, we're gonna chat about some albums on our lists. So yes, enjoy, I'm taking the dog home. Happy Friday, everybody, go well. have listened to some fucking great tunes this week though i've started off well since saturday i didn't do much listening to anything on friday because mother came oh yes yeah 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 if it wasn't after they went it would have been on saturday Mm. i listened to the dam for the first time in ages sheen and etiquette was it or no it was just like an essential playlist off Uh, of off of uh, apple what's the name but it's great so we got Smash It Up, the long version, part one and mm-hmm. two, with that guitar intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eloise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love song. We nearly died going to see The Damned once, remember that? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it? Smoke Mate, Dad, yeah. Yeah, he was absolutely keen in it. Don't, um, where was it? But, uh, somewhere between home and yeah. Worcester. He was absolutely yeah. keen in it. And then the car, this car came out to the junction... And he looked like he was going to go and then just thought better of it and stopped. <laughs> but he was still, his nose was still sticking yeah. out. And I'm thinking, like, he's going to have to move because there's cars coming the other way. So we can't yeah. get across. And just at the last minute, this old boy who had a look of <laughs> fucking despair and fright on his face, I could see, see him, like, must have just had the wearable to stick it in reverse. He went back. And just as we went past him, there's just a... Like a <laughs> And like we stopped and had a look, and there's just this thin line of paint taken off the side of the car, and it's just like Jesus. That's a good gig, though. Just a good gig, though. Yeah. Um, and then I also listened to the first Stooges album. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because I accidentally stumbled upon some uh, video of Iggy Pop. Nice. Like live, and yeah, I thought, oh. There I am listening to the Stooges for a long, long time. So I put the first album nice. on there. Yeah, they haven't gone, gone too um, far with that, to be honest with you. Not, I've not really heard much in the Stooges, I must say. Probably a bit of a blind spot, really. But yeah, I think as a performer, he's mm. amazing. Like, um, what else I listen to? Have you, do you know public service broadcasting? No, no. So they, they basically they take like archive speeches and right. recordings and stuff and t- basically turn them into records so so i've got race for space where they take all the old stuff about um like space shuttle mm. launches and um mission control tapes and stuff like that and turn it into records oh, that's really cool and it's really amazing it like it starts off with like uh starts off with kennedy's speech mm. there's one um it's called go and it's like um mission control Check systems checks. Mm. So it, so it's like helm go for launch, mission control go for launch, oh, cool. uh, rudder go yeah. for launch, thrusters go for launch, and it's like. But yeah, check that out because that's really really cool. But do you know what the best? Do you know what the best surprise of the week was for me? What's that? Well, we all love therapy, obviously. Yeah, I think they're a fucking wicked band, like. But I don't think I've listened to anything after there was. Semi detached. Yeah. Then it was Suicide Pact. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's quite a good album, that. 
So that might be the last therapy album I actually listened to. That's got um, so much for the 10 year plan. No, it's uh, Six Mile Water. Yes. But then I didn't really keep up. But today I have listened to the last two studio albums. Yeah. Which are um, so Disquiet from, I think it was 2015, was really good. Yeah. I mean, it was it was a therapy album. It's going to be good, isn't it, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I didn't realise there was, I kind of felt that they maybe they were, I kind of just had this feeling that they were just going to be doing therapy impressions. Mm. Even though, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, still yeah, the same yeah, band, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I get that. Or therapy by numbers, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But their last album, Cleave. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. They've... Fuck me, what an album. <laughs> I haven't heard it. I'll, I'll make some time it's for like that. It's 10 tracks, half an hour no fucking about like it was brilliant and I was just like it finished and I was like fuck how come that's finished mm. already that was amazing and I put it on again is yeah and that's while I was weeding flower beds <laughs> that's what you want though isn't it that's that's they're, they're the great albums that sort of grab you from nowhere aren't they I, did, I just wasn't expecting it I was expecting I thought I just thought you know oh it'll, it'll be a therapy mm. album it won't be any you know I mean it's not Trouble Gun no, well, I was just looking at the wiki for um, Suicide Pact You first, and 10-year plan is yeah. on there. But then I just thought I'd flip over to the uh, the next one that came out with so much of the 10-year plan, which was like the greatest hits. And it's, yeah. it's fucking hell, let them track. It's like, like full. <laughs> but then I, I also had me thinking, like, it's um, how often do we dismiss good albums because they're not as good as great albums? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? It's like Trouble Gum is a great, great mm. album. But maybe that high anxiety, or even like or even Infernal Love, which came straight away after, which has got some great tracks yeah. on it. You can you sort of think it's good, but it's not as good as Trouble Gum. But Trouble Gum's a fucking high watermark. Yeah, it's that like that phrase that um uh well, no one's done anything as good as whatever, but neither has anybody else. But yeah, like you know, therapy might have never done anything as good as Trouble Gum, but no one else has, you know. Like, but no, this, honestly, I was really impressed with this. I, I know it's like three years old, and I'm three years old, and I'm probably behind the times. Well, I'll check that out. I'm just looking through Shameless. They do. Oh, that's quite good, actually. Um, right. Yeah, I've got that upstairs, actually. I think High Anxiety. I remember our Rich getting High yeah. Anxiety. We should probably save this for our trouble gum chat, really. We probably but... should, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, right, I'm going to, because it's going to annoy me if we don't get to it. So a, a band I've been listening to this week, a Wolf Alice. don't really know much about them. Um, they've got that one absolute banging tune, that Don't Delete the Kisses, which got quite a lot of um, radio play. And they've got a song on Radio 1 at the minute. Um, Last Man on the Earth. It's really good. They're like, she's got a great voice. And they're just like a really cool band. And I reckon they are, it might just be when I was listening to them, it was because it sort of caught the moment. But like a good sort of second headliner at a festival. So they're not the, they're not the headline act. They're before and you're going to watch them around sunset sort of thing. If you know what I mean? So it's, you know, hot summer's day and you sort of, it's that sort of like little calm before the headliners. So I saw um, 
fun-loving, fun-loving criminals before the Manics, and that was quite cool. Um, there's what one festival we went to, it, fucking beautiful save from before the Manics. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I suppose for some people, but yeah, I get what you're getting at. Like there's, there's mm. a um, couple of years ago, oh, where was it? Pearl Jam at either why it was Biffy Clyro came on. I oh, yeah, I don't like them, but uh, no. yeah, I can't have them around. Not a fan, not a fan. But so, what what are you on? Sort of like the last but one band on a on a yeah. Sunday night. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know who's playing any of the festivals. The minute I remember, I did cut, cut, sort of the thing I mentioned on my intro about um, so Florence the Machine play a similar slot. Right. The one before the headliners at the Isle of Wight, and that was really cool because it was like it was just kind of like just seemed to fit really nice. I wouldn't necessarily want to see them as sort of you know, they wouldn't be a, a band that I would think, oh, great, they're headline, I'm going to rush to see them. Would like yeah. Florence, yeah, they wouldn't they wouldn't cover the ticket price, no, but no. as a sort of uh, I, I guess it's like the ultimate support slot, isn't it? Yeah, like it's a support slot on the main stage from you know tens of thousands of people. But they were really cool. And I know you were saying about Terrorvision, weren't you? Well, sort of I, I just quickly, yeah, I just quickly jump in quickly because like we went to that again in 99. I must have done about three or four like single days at festivals that year. Mm-hmm. We went to the big day out at Milton Keynes. Oh, yeah. There's a load yeah. of us got minibus down, right? And it was like Metallica were headlining. And then mm. it was Marilyn Manson and then Sepultura were playing. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Monster Magnet, but in in between Ministry, I'm sure it was yeah, I'm sure it was in between Ministry and Marilyn Manson. Terrorvision headlined the second stage. Nice, yeah. and they were the best band of the whole day. You know, I'm sure. Uh, I've got the lineup. Yeah, no, yeah. no, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So it was Creed, Sepultura, Ministry, Ben Harper. Placebo, Marilyn Manson, Metallica. And then on the second stage, Terrorvision headlined headlined it, along with Merciful Fate, Queens of the Stone Age, Symposium, Pitchshifter, Monster Magnet, and Terrorvision. Ministry were on there as well, weren't they? Ministry played the main stage, yeah. Did they? Yeah, they must have been, yeah. Well, at least they are on the the boats, I don't know, they might have changed. Ministry were good, like, but... But yeah, Terrorvision headline then. I kind of got into Terrorvision probably a few months after How to Make Friends Influence People came out. That's the record I asked you to have a listen to. Yeah. So that came out, I think, towards the back end Mm -hmm. of 94. And then my pal Leon turned up one morning with a tape off the radio of the Bruce Dickinson Rock Show and their Terrorvision in session. And uh, they played... Well, they played a few of their own stuff for like Middleman, Alice, What's the Matter, but they did like this uh, lounge singer version of uh, Bring Your Daughter to the Slaughter just for Bruce Dickinson, like. So, <laughs> so that's really cool. And then I think I saw them then in 96 after Regular Urban Survivors came out. And that's a great record as well. See, I thought that when you said, I, I thought there were a lot of tracks I thought were going to be on. Right, oh, I see. So you got the two albums mixed up. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You heard the tracks. You think it was like bit, um, yeah. Perseverance and... Yeah. That's on That's on the first one. Uh, um, my House, but you said that's, that's not on either. So that's Hypnotist. 
Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, Easy. That was another oh, yes. single yeah, yeah, regular yeah. Urban Survivors. Yeah, so I saw them in 96 at Newport Centre. Nice. Well, I think we said before, one of the great venues. Yeah, definitely. And they have, like, with feeder supporting them. Yeah, yes, yeah. 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 We'll, we'll come on to this when we get into some into some festival chat as well because I think Feeder are the band I've seen the most out of any band in the world and they're always shite apart from that one gig in 96 I reckon I then saw them in Wolverhampton yeah. at the Civic or the Wolfram I can't remember which in 98 <laughs> I saw them at Reading in 98 Big Day Out in, in 99 that one before Metallica Reading again in 99 um, yeah, so mm. uh, and I think I've seen them yeah, yeah. again as well somewhere. So I can't put, I can remember. Well. Nothing yeah. in Rock City rings a bell, but I can't. Rem- I can't remember. Oh yeah, I can't. I can't. I can Seems remember like the- an odd place to go to if you know what I mean. From where we were, yeah. But then I t- I drove you. I can remember driving you up to Nottingham to go and watch a band, and I went to the pictures because I couldn't be asked to watch the band you were going to see. Green Day, wasn't it? Green Day or Blink, I reckon. It might have been Green Day, and I went to watch um, The Last Samurai with Tom Cruise instead. Well, no, let me rephrase rephrase that. I went to see what was on at the pictures instead. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was a couple of hours away, so it was like shouting distance from home. But generally, generally, we'd go up to Wolverhampton, Birmingham, Dudley, or down to Newport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I always like first things you look for on a, on a sort of a band's tour would be Newport or yeah. or, or I reckon Terrorvision are an absolute amazing live band, but mm-hmm. on a festival, I think they're perfect because they're just a good a good good time band that yeah. no no one no one dislikes them and they proper get you up and going. Yeah, and I would yeah. put I would actually reckon I know you were talking about. Um, like Sunday evening, for me, television about five o'clock in the afternoon, six o'clock in the evening on the Saturday. Yeah. So, so you finished work on Thursday. Right? Yeah. If yeah. Work, if you're anything like me back in the days, then you've been up, up at up past four or five o'clock on the Thursday morning for work, worked all day, got in the car, driven however many miles, hundred odd miles mm. down to Reading, let's say, pitched your tent up. You've got, got straight on it because it's <laughs> festival. Why the fuck not? Yeah. All day Friday, having crack and watching the not, yeah, having a crack. crack. Yeah, yes, I, having all, crack, not smoking yeah. crack. Yeah, all, all, all <laughs> you know, all, all day Friday you're on it and you're watching bands. Mm. I mean, I saw Foo Fighters at two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, one year. Yeah, that ain't never gonna happen again, is it? No, no, it certainly isn't. No. Oh, did you hear the um, song he's done with Mick Jagger? No, I oh, haven't. Mate, no. it's a fucking oh. <laughs> oh, it's it's a howler. Yeah, I can imagine. You get to your festival on the Thursday night. You're on it all day Friday. You don't sleep much, do you? No, no. Um, you're watching bands all day, and then you just start to get a bit of a lag, don't you? Saturday afternoon, you just need mm-hmm. someone to come and kick you at the butt a bit, and that's when I'm yeah. television of the perfect band. Yeah, I, I, um, yeah, I. I Get that actually good, fun, energetic yeah. band. Um, so what I thought actually about I'll I, I just quick just quickly jump in on that. I will say that again, I think we mentioned it before about the Manics that 
you know, once they got cool and popular, I kind of mm. went off of yeah. a bit. As soon as everyone knew him for that fucking tequila remix, that kind of, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Did, that did kind of kill it for me a little bit. Yeah. But that, like those first three albums were amazing, and mm. there's definitely some at some point I think we need to talk about like trilogies of albums, but right. from, but from bands that have done more than three albums. Yeah. So yeah, for yeah, instance, yeah, yeah. Formaldehyde, How to Make Friends, Influence People, Regular yeah. Urban Survivors. You could go with. Let's go, out come the wolves, life won't wait. They're the yeah. three classics. They're hot streak, like the three Lemonheads album I said about. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's the written down? Written down one. Ten versus Vitology, Pearl Jam. Mm-hmm. Ding yeah. the bell for ding the bell for a Pearl Jam mention. <laughs> um it's taken longer than I thought. You've been surprisingly quiet about Pearl Jam, I must say. Terrorvision, I think I think Terrorvision were probably one of my first favorite bands they were the first gig i went to my very first yeah. gig yeah like, me and went to newport yeah but i remember you listening to television a lot yeah like and we'll talk about it a bit more detail but yeah and that album for an album that i've probably haven't actively listened to or put on myself Ever, maybe, yeah. <laughs> you know, certainly for a long time, I knew a lot. Yeah. I mean, like a lot of it. So I probably like, haven't listened to it properly, like from start to finish for about six or eight years. But I could sit here, I could tell you every lyric to pretend best friend. Yeah. Yeah. The odds built up and the chance you're going down because you're looking pretty good in the core of the ground. Your friends get to make this mission. But all around, just a sign of confession. Does matter if you're innocent or good as hell. Friends got a feeling you're feeling unwell. They cares about the truth with the truth to the bed who cares. <laughs> but yeah, how to make friends or influence people then. So carry on. Yes. So I'm going to... What I will say about this album is what annoyed me about this album, I'm going to get that out of the way first, is the fact that I had listened to the first track like three or four times before I could be bothered with the rest of it. Because Alice, What's the Matter is an absolute clonking tune. Like, oh, it's so good. Like, something I want to tell you about my dad and your mother. What a line. It's just like, it's such a good... Um, you know what, I'll be something about yeah. us, something about them, something about Bill, definitely something about Ben. Something about Ben, yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest, I listened to that song, I thought, fucking hell, I'm going to nick some stuff off of this. <laughs> you know, there's so many, like, it's it's really, really good. And yeah, I, I reckon I listened to it at least three times before I cracked on with the rest of the album. And, and the way he gets louder through the track and you yeah, get to like, the yeah. end of it, he's proper... Proper yelling, mm. isn't he? Like, Alex! it's really good. It's it's a really really good song. And track one, like, yeah. If I would, which is something something we might do. If I was to make a album of side A track ones, that is one hundred percent on the list. Brilliant, because it is it's great. It's yeah. such a good song. And then it slides into Oblivion, which yeah. Which is a great song. Really, yeah, enjoyed that. And I must say, when I got to play with, oh, yeah, I'm going to enjoy this. I will say it does peak a bit early, this album. Really? I think the first, yeah, I think, I think, um, Alice Foots the Matter, Oblivion, really, really strong. Yeah. Ah, Discotech Rex, a good track. Yeah, what's that? That's then, the track four, isn't that's it? The four, fourth track, Stop the Bus is, is track three, which is, which is, which is good. Towards the back end, I did. I do think it it 
peters out a little bit. That's not to say that Pretend Best Friend it, it is an is a banger. I think this album, if if I if I were to put it in into an analogy, it is an album of if, if it was a game of cricket, right? You'd be going along, and you know they do the, the towers of the run scored. Mm-hmm. It would be you could see when the shit bowlers were bowling because they scored lots of runs because there's really high towers, and the rest is just kind of like Alice was the matter, oblivion, discotheque wreck, pretend best friend are, are definitely the best songs on the album. Middleman's good. Yeah. Scott the bus annoys me a little bit, to be honest. I don't know why. Right. And there's one song on there. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. Um, what, what the doctor ordered towards the end. No, no, no. It's sooner than that. Um, um, still the rhythm. Still, it might be still the rhythm. I'm going to Google the lyric. But there's just when the album's hot, it's red hot. You know, it's really like like I said, Alice was the matter. I absolutely love that. Tune. Yeah. Like that, I was proper proper happy to hear that. And again, it's a song I've probably heard loads of times sort of through the bedroom wall when you've been listening to it or in a cadre journey yeah. somewhere. And it's it's a good album, don't get me wrong. I just think like the peaks are so high, the rest doesn't almost doesn't stand a chance. Right, okay. Um, but that, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um when I was listening to it, I was thinking that I was like, God, when this album's on, it is on. And it made me think like um Nath always says. So Nath plays bass in the band, you know, Nath. He always says that when, we, when we're writing songs, or if we're in a bit of a flow, we've got a few songs going, he'll say, oh, we need, we need a shit one. I'm like, what do you mean? He said, we need one to make the others sound better. Which, do you know what I mean? And he's like, he said, oh, no, you can't put all your ideas, you know, like not every song can have a, like a brilliant bit. Some songs have just got to be a song, you know. And I feel that about this Terrorvision album, yeah. solid album. Yeah. But yeah, when it is on, it's proper good. Like I would definitely, I would say I would 100% listen to it again. Right. And I would probably at some point in the next week, listen to, listen to regular album survivors as well. Yeah. Formaldehyde's good as well. There's like, that's got my house and, um, yeah. Jason, don't shoot my dog. Desolation Town's a brilliant track. I was thinking yeah. about it as well because there's a lyric on Desolation Town. What does he say? He says, um, my car was built the same year Hendrix died. And you're thinking, like, fucking hell, that's an old car. But it was probably, mm. the song was written in, like, 92. So, it's, so it was, which means yeah, the car's only yeah. 20 years old. And I got a 20-year-old car sat on the drive. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. like, it's not really. It's But I put television on my list, and I was honestly tossing a coin between how to make friends who influence people and regular urban survivors. I'm glad you went with How to Make Friends because I just love Alice What's the Man. <laughs> um, for me, I think, I think, yeah, they're like one of my first favourite bands. They're the first band mm. I saw live. And yeah, I, I see them more as a live band. Yeah. And I've seen them live somewhere. I can't quite remember where, but I remember them being like a really good band like, um, did you come to Reading with us the year Chili Peppers played in Offspring? Yeah, I yeah, was thinking was it might be yeah. that year. Yeah. yeah. So I've got the vinyl um, then. Because, um, no, come on, that would be good. Do you know what? I'm, because I, I'm thinking like television being like the perfect festival band, like we've mm-hmm. said. Um, 
so I sort of then went back through some of my festival lineups, and I know you've been thinking about festivals. Yeah, yeah. So, so I went to just off the top of my. We'll do the ones where. Um, well, no, we won't just go through a few. So, uh, Red in '98. Symposium, do you remember Symposium? Yeah, yeah. Um, Fairweather Friend and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rocket from the Crypt. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Foo Fighters at two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Uh, Deftones. Super- you know what? I reckon our Rich has still got the that, the poster from that year on his wall. Yeah, I'm sure he will have. Me and Rich and Brad went down to London to see the Deftones. They, yeah, they, nice. they, they had Lincoln Park support in them. God. Who were terrible. <laughs> um, oh, uh, Death, so that, that was Red in 98. That was, so Deftone, Supergrass, Rancid. Nice, yeah. Okay, don't worry about the um, headliners being Jimmy Page and Robert Plant on, who we didn't right. watch. We didn't go and watch them. We, <laughs> yeah. didn't, we didn't watch them because we went and watched Bad Religion instead. Nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. Solid choice, though. Beastie Boys on the Saturday night. Yeah. Who I didn't enjoy. Really? Oh. But about three months afterwards, and we went up to Birmingham to see him in the round, like when they have the stage yeah. in the middle, then they're amazing. But yeah. I think I... Closer to them, they're better, because you see all that energy bouncing around. Mm. Yeah. So that was in the 99, when we went, this is when we went up for a day, Fountains of Wayne in a tent. Nice. This, I'm sure you were with us then. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's ringing bells. Sick of it all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Silver Chair, Terrorvision, Offspring, Chili Peppers. And we mm. didn't get to, because we watched Chili Peppers, or because I watched Chili Peppers, I missed Ice Tea and Pennywise. Yeah. Do you know Pennywise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm going to come on to Pennywise in a second. Uh, all right, okay. <laughs> 2001 in Leeds, there was. Guided by Voices, Snuff, Shelter, Frank Black, Rancid again, Feeder again. Mm. Yeah. Supergrass again, Fun Loving Criminals, Mannix. But no television then, but. but No. But I think Feeder, like, like the Feeder, I, I think television are that perfect Saturday afternoon or late Saturday, early evening Saturday band at a festival. Yeah. And that's going to bring me on to the album that you. Set for me, Gaslight Anthem. Before we get to the Gaslight Anthem, interestingly, your when did what was that last Leeds two thousand and one? Yeah, you that's say? that's when Leon Scar broke down. Yeah, so I I in preparation, I've been doing some homework. I've looked up the Reading and Leeds lineups from the first couple of years I went. When I went on my own, well, I say on my own, went with. But it would have been first year would have been me. Ben, Sam, Trezins, Adam. Uh, so I reckon else. that would have been like two phases and then two, three, four. When it, it was 03. Yeah. Because it was the year we finished school, basically. Oh, right. And I remember we picked up our exam results, went and got chips from Etton Street, sat on a park bench, drinking warm cans of Strongbow, eating our chips. Then went and got the minibus down to Reading later that day. Quickly interrupt. I can remember coming home one day, uh, or I, I I don't even know if I was living at home. Are Richard about? No, he's gone to Glastonbury. What do you mean he's gone to Glastonbury? He's gone. <laughs> yeah, he's gone to yeah. Glastonbury. How's he gone to Glastonbury? Oh, he's got a lift with a mate or something. Oh, did he get mm. a ticket? No, he's gonna jump the fence. 
Jump, yeah, jump the fence. Yeah, Very nice. Jump the fence. What a guy. <laughs> so the first year we went, 2003. So the headliners were Metallica, Linkin Park, and Blur. Right. right. So I'm just looking through this list of bands who would have drawn us to it. So Metallica, we definitely would have gone to see. It's, it's Metallica because you like Metallica or because you feel, oh, I should probably see Metallica. No, I like. I was pretty into Metallica because I I never really have been. I've I've seen them like I think I've seen them twice, and I watched them on the telly when they played Glastonbury. Yeah, I think I've seen them. I've definitely seen them off. I've seen them at Reading, and I think I, I've been to one of their gigs mm. as well, which was they're, they're just a good unit in there. Yeah. To be fair, did you speaking of Glastonbury quickly and watching on the telly? Did you ever see Beyonce set at Glastonbury? On the telly, no. May is no. fantastic. I was, oh, I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking yeah, it was yeah. going to be crap, like because it's not my cup of tea at all. Mm, yeah, and what a performer! Yeah, yeah. But I, um, I couldn't get over how good she was and how many of her songs it, I knew. Oh yeah, hit after hit, mate. Yeah, hit after hit. Fucking hit, um, hit yeah. machine. <laughs> yeah. So, um, the head. So apart, from, so yeah. So Sister Vidane, Metallica, Some Forty One, and then. The Saturday, and this is one of my favourite festival bands, Less Than Jake played, who was right. great fun. I, They played um, on at least one of those Reddins I went to at the back mm. end of the 90s, so like, like five or six years beforehand. Yeah. Because like, I yeah. reckon I've seen them. Did they have a mm. bloke, did something with his bass or something? He's, he's just a, a really, really good bass yeah. player. He did, um, didn't have trumpets it. And all that. He didn't what, used to wear it down around his bloody ankles or anything like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Nath reckons that he's pretty much he's up there with Matt Freeman in terms of right. quality basis. But I'm looking at this. So Blink One Eight Two played that year mm-hmm. in Lincoln Park headline. Right. I just um, I'm sorry, I keep jumping in. That one year I went, I think it must have been ninety-nine, when we were while we were watching um well, it must have been while I was watching mm-hmm. Silver Chair television. And again, it would have been like one or two o'clock in the afternoon. Blink Blink played in the tent. But they that they would have been that would have been yeah. like the equivalent then of nice. um, in '95 when Foo Fighters played in the tent at one o'clock and it's just Dave, Dave Grohl and his mate like Pat Smear and you know sorry carry on yes um, um there's two things here so um, Blink played we would have loved that and before well Placebo played before Blink probably would have watched them you but used to really that, like them didn't you I did yeah yeah. Um, and looking back now, if I had the chance to see this next artist at Reading Festival, I would absolutely bite your hand off. Saw him at the Isle of Wight. Jay-Z played. All right. Or not. But then the Sunday, this is a dodgy, so it's Blur headlined, White Stripes, Beck, The Doves. So four bands at the time, I would not have had near me. I would have watched, but, I would have watched Beck maybe four or five years before then. But hmm. not, I think that was on, was it Mutations or something in the album then? No idea. Yeah, he's doing but a disco-y stuff, I think. But. This is, and I remember this as clear as day, this is why we probably would have been 90%. So we would have gone for, main reasons we would have gone, Metallica, Blink, Less Than Jake. And then this liner of the Concrete Jungle, which is what the Vans Vans Tour yeah. was called back in the day. So you... So we had, and I can see where this would have gone on a on that Sunday because this was the Sunday. So while you got Blur and that, you got a run of 
You got funeral for a fa- friend opening it who are like really good live. Are they a bit emo. Yeah, proper emo. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But you had so you had Turbo Negro, who are this mental band from Norway, I think, and they're just nuts. Really good punk band. Mad Caddies, Alkaline Trio, the Ataris, Lagwagon, Pennywise headlining it. Excellent. And that for us at the time was Lagwagon like, were a great band. I saw them. I saw them in Reading or something. I think, but. And I think that funeral for a friend they played. I think they played it twice because they got a knack. They got on the bill, and then they released their album. They blew up, so they were like played it like they were the first band on. But then I'm sure I remember them playing again. So they almost so they did two sets, <laughs> and um, they're looking at the next year. So again, there's a really strong. Um, Concrete Jungle, so Sick of It All headlined, Goldfinger, Banks and Souls, Flogging Molly. Flogging Molly, I remember standing there watching Flogging Molly, loads of room, like big pits going off everywhere, and this bloke. You've got to remember, I would have been like 17, so, you know, second, you know, not not overly. Um, Don't take this the wrong way, you weren't little. Well, no, no, but. Um, None of us have ever been little. No, no. But anyway, I, I saw this bloke stand there, look at his mate and go, oh, mate, I really need a piss. And his mate used to go, well, you, you can't go anywhere. The band's on. He went, oh, yeah. So I piss myself? And his mate went, oh, yeah, you may as well. And this bloke just stood there and pissed himself. And I just remember thinking, fucking hell, man. <laughs> Welcome um, to the grown-up world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the headline in that second year were The Darkness, The White Stripes, and Green Day, which... Green Green Day, Day, that, was yeah. America. that was their first gigs they'd done. They were just about to, well, they would have released American Idiot in and around then. Um, oh, was that 2004? 2004. And I remember we went to. I was in New Zealand Arts, then. Yeah. You saw the Wild Arts? Yeah, I saw you, the Wild Arts. You fucker. About three um, times, me and Steve tried to go and see the Wild Arts, and every time something stopped us, including a, fucking, think, including a car accident 200 yards from. JB's. Oh, I remember that. Fuck yeah, it, I do. Yeah. But about so, three times we tried and something we could never get to see him. Like. I remember me and Alex, so Graham Coxon headlined on the Friday and Trezins loved, he really liked Blur and he really liked Graham Coxon. And as Graham Coxon was playing, the darkness finished and set off a load of fireworks. Huh. And Graham Coxon was playing this like, little tent and he was just like, um, where are my fireworks? I'm playing too. <laughs> And you can imagine for like Graham Cox, you know, he's in one of like the biggest bands ever to come out of Britain and he's getting fucking drowned out by the darkness's fireworks. Who've been on the, who've been about for two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they were my, they're the first two. And they were, you know, I look, but I'm looking at the lineups now, like there are a lot of bands on there and it's probably a sign of my age and the sign of, I don't like, I don't see that level of that depth to a lineup. I was thinking that, because I, I was looking at like I've gone through all that that list of um, all those bands I saw like in one day where you see like mm. top top talent, but then you go to Reading in two thousand and six. Again, I went for the day and I had a, the two bands I wanted to watch played at the same time. And that's Pearl Jam and Body yeah. Count. Body Count would have been amazing. Ice T's metal band though. A couple of years after, well, twenty twelve, Isle of White Festival. Pearl Jam, Springsteen, and Petty. Yeah, that, that, nice. that's, that's yeah. pretty fucking good. That. Yeah. Other than that, there was 
Feeder, who are terrible again. Yeah. Noel Gallagher, who's just doing karaoke oasis. Um, <laughs> in Madness, who are just like a, they're just madness, aren't they? And I wasn't overly fussed about them. So, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing Madness. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I'm just looking at that lineup and I think I went. Where? That 2006 Leeds. I think I went to Leeds. Yeah, you did because me, me and Hazel went to Reading for the day. You saw because you t- took the piss because you saw Pearl Jam on the Saturday night. Oh, you yeah, texted me and said, right. "I see, see yeah. Pearl Jam before you." Yeah, that's the first the time I saw. That was yeah. the first time I saw Pearl Jam, and you were like saw Pearl Jam before you. They were shit. So fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Right. So you you started to talk about um, the Gaslight Anthem. I did Ooh. because, and I'll tell you what it was. It's like so. Gaslight Anthem was one of the albums on your list, which you gave me to yes. listen to. And yeah. I'm, I can't say I sat down and just intently listened to it. It was kind of, yeah. but I did listen to it like four or five times over the week. Mm. Um, yeah. But I couldn't tell you the names of any of the songs. Yeah. I did a bit of a, a little bit of a research and every, mm. On the little bit of research I did, it was their second album, which always came back as people's favourites or the be- better album. So I want, so I wondered if I had the right one, which is handwritten. Yeah, and uh, yeah, handwritten's the right one. Um, and I'll second. be right. So, I, uh, so I definitely had the right album. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. No. Right. So I, yeah. So Gaslight Anthem. Mm. I'm trying to think how to. Uh, <laughs> so I was surprised by it yeah but I was surprised that it was anywhere near your list really I, I because and again get ready to ring the bell it, it sounded like to me it sounded like a crude Pearl Jam or right. someone like I couldn't put my fit quite put my finger on it, but it was definitely that had that sort of like post grunge, right? Face yeah. to it, completely um, get that. And I could hear I could hear Springsteen in the vocalist. Mm-hmm. I, you said, yeah. but that that could have been because of what you said before. Mm-hmm. Um, I quite liked it. I, yeah. I, I, I will listen to it again. I was surprised that you like it, and I'm sure you'll tell me why a bit more in a minute. But I, I thought that it would be good. I thought it'd be good to talk about it in this sort of television conversation because I could see yeah. them filling the same slot as a festival mm. because you could feel just on the record you could feel the energy. And I yes. thought they'd be a really yeah. good festival band when you're knackered five or six o'clock in the evening mm. on a Saturday. They'd be just what you need to carry you through. And I reckon yeah. once once you get to know their stuff, they'd be one of those. Uh, They'd be a festival mm-hmm. favourite. They'd be a proper yeah. sing-along band. Yeah. And then I wondered if that was why you liked him, whether you saw him as in the fe- festivals with, with the lads just yeah. then. But then I looked, it was like 2012, it came out. Yeah. I didn't didn't know if it was, uh, like, unless you were still going to festivals, then I can't really, you know, it's that age difference. Yeah, possibly, but just about. I was, yeah, so I, I liked it. I thought, yeah. it, it, I thought it would have been, Closer to my taste in music than yours, yeah. And I was, I well, was, surpri- I was surprised it was anywhere near your list, to be honest, because it's, it's pretty much, um, like a post grunge rock album mm-hmm. by numbers. 
Yes. And there's right. nothing well. offen- there's nothing offensive. No. Um but I would put it the other people I was thinking of was like a slightly I, w- I want to say heavier, but heavier is the wrong word. Um, but do you know Matchbox 20? Vaguely, yeah. Yeah, that, that I'll put them on that sort of level of a band. Mm. Like, I'll be honest, I fucking love Matchbox 20. They're one of yeah, my, yeah. they're definitely one of my guilty, I don't do guilty pleasures, but definitely one of my guilty mm. pleasures. I, I don't, don't tell many people that I like Matchbox 20. <laughs> yeah. So this album and this band, I first heard them, and the album that I first heard was the second album that you mentioned, 59 Sound, yeah. which is their second album, which generally people will say that's their best work. But for me, I didn't like it. I didn't like the first album until I had heard Handwritten. Right. And then I went back. So the first album is the, sorry, the second album is 59 Sound. And then the, the album I gave you is handwritten, but there's, there is a track handwritten on that album. So I didn't like 59 Sound. Right. Hopefully. There was enough to sort of make me think, oh, I wouldn't mind hearing more. Heard handwritten, liked handwritten, went back. Now I love 59 Sound. Oh, right, okay. But I thought these would be a band that you would like. Yeah. And I'll, I'll come on to that. So I didn't give you 59 Sound because I didn't think you'd like it. Right, but oh, I see. If you hear, I think if you go back to it, you might. So, handwritten band, I, I yeah, didn't really like them to begin with. Heard a bit more of them. Really like them. I think they're a really good band. And part of the reason I really like them is because I think they're kind. Of, there's a lot of Springsteen about it. Mm-hmm. You know, they're from the same area. There's similar themes in their songs. But you said it being a, a, a punk, uh, sorry, a post grunge kind of album. So it's produced by Brendan O'Brien. Ah, there we go. Who I understand is like the grunge producer. Yeah, I think he'd done like, if he didn't do the first two, he'd done the first three Pearl Jam albums. He he was like, he'd definitely done verses. Yeah, I'm just reading it now. It's his selected discography. So he, I'm just looking through it. Uh, Black Crows, who I think you like. I did, uh, well, he was an engineer. So he did the, some of the mixing on 10. He did the mixing on Temple of the Dog. Temple of the Dog, yeah. On Blood Sugar Sex Magic. He was the producer on Versus. Do you see what I mean? He's, he's yeah, had yeah, he's his the man, like... fingers in a lot of pies that, I, you know, and that made sense to me. So that was kind of a, this is, it... is a, and he did Magic as well, the Springsteen album. And I'm just looking through this list and... He, he was the, also the producer on Devils and Dust, it turns out. All right. Um, and this is Megan, obviously, not, this is not news to you because, you know, I imagine you're... But he... There's a Killers album called Battleborn, is it Battleborn? Yeah, and I didn't know this. I'm literally reading it now. And I've heard songs from this Battleborn album and I thought, fucking hell, this sounds like it could be a Springsteen sort of a later Springsteen album. Right. And it's and it, it's Brendan O'Brien producing it, which kind of, you know, that magic mm-hmm. album that he did, that Springsteen Is that did. the one with Radio Nowhere on it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the tune, mind. Yeah. So the other thing about it, you saying, um, not necessarily, and you, you know, it being on my list, it's something that I've definitely gotten into, I would say in the last sort of six or five, yeah, six or seven years, which right. is, in terms for me, that's new, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I don't yeah, listen yeah. to that much. But um, what I like about it as well, and I'll, I'll, um, 
I'll read this to you, and this will perhaps make a bit of sense. Um, so Nick Hornby wrote the, mm-hmm. the, uh, the liner notes. All right. So I'll just read it here. So it said, it would be stupid to try and tell you that the music you're listening to is like nothing you've ever heard before. The songs on the Gaslight Anthem's latest album are three or four minutes long, most of them, and they're played on loud electric guitars and there are drums. And to be honest, if you haven't heard anything like this before, then you're probably listening to the wrong band anyway. What's great about the Gaslight Anthem is that there's an assumption you'll have heard something like this before on the first Clash album or on Born to Run or on the first Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers album. Mm-hmm. And that... Boom. That is what I like about them. They're familiar. Like, I hear other bands in them, but it's not like, at the same time, I think they've drawn on it rather than tried to kind of be it, if that makes sense. You hear those different influences, but... Yeah, I was going to say to you that, you know, it's like I hadn't heard any of the songs before. Mm. Not, not a single one of them. Yeah. But I had heard every song before. Yeah, 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 and I think there is an, like an unapologetic nature about that in them. But they're like, yeah, we're from New Jersey, of course we're going to sound a bit like Bruce Springsteen, you know, like or Bon Jovi, or yeah, yeah, yeah. it's that like. I'm ne- I've, to be honest, I've never actually seen them live, right. and they kind of split up now. Which I wondered whether they might have been like a band you saw at a festival and had a really no. good time with and just stuck with them, you know? No, not at all. Don't really know where they came from in terms of where I know them from, someone's probably played them to me. And so there's, there's in that, what I would say is give it another go. Mm-hmm. Um, because. Oh, I don't dislike it. I don't dislike it. And I, I was listening to, um, how was it? To be honest, I was listening back to one of our previous records and it was saying, um, I said something about, I think it might've actually been about, about the gas. Like, they're a solid band. Yeah, like, you, that is what you said, yeah. They're not going to change your life, no. but like... Not every band has to. No. I would say that um, probably six out of every ten albums I listen to is probably a Gaslight Anthem album. All oh, right, come. You know, like I put them on because it's it's easy, to be honest, and like I like it, and there's some really good standout songs. That's how I feel about Matchbox 20. I'll hmm. put the like the best of Mash uh, Exile on Mainstream is their best of album. Yeah, and I'll put that on once a month, hmm. and I know yeah. every I know it's a, yeah. it's like my sing along in the car album. Yeah, I dare say in five years' time, my children will call the gas lamp from Dad Rock. Yeah, and I'm all right with that. Right, I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you enjoyed us talking about festivals we went to 20 years ago or more. I think you have to agree, we've seen some pretty decent bands over that little stretch from about 97, 98 onwards. There's a few we've seen between us, pretty good. Once again, thank you to Jake for the artwork, and thank you to Alvin and the Angry Barrels for the music. We'll be back next week with episode four, which will be King Blues, Punk and Poetry, and Never Loved Elvis by The Wonder Stuff. And I'll let you guess who picked which record. But in the meantime, if you wanted to follow us on Instagram, we're at Records and Bands. 
I'll be posting stuff over there. So if you want to come and get involved with the chat, that'd be great. That's the best place to find us. Right. See you later. Ta-da.